Chicago's talk radio leader, 760 KFMB presents It's Your Money and Your Life. For the next hour, Richard Musio and Joe Vecchio will educate and inform you on matters related to your financial future, your life, and your leisure. Now, with It's Your Money and Your Life, here are Richard and Joe. All right, good evening, everybody. My name is Joe Vecchio, your co-host, announcer, and producer, coming to you live with 50,000 watts of power. We're heard not just in San Diego County, but Orange County, L.A. County, up the coast of Seattle on a good night, even down to Cabo, I've learned recently, and out to the desert. And now time to introduce the main man of the hour. And if you want to hear this show, uh, the podcast, go to iymoney.com tomorrow, and you can hear all these podcasts. And we are live on 760kfb.com, and there's an app for 760 AM. So, But now time to introduce the main man of the hour. He's, he's, uh, he's a CPA extraordinaire. He's a long-distance runner, very accomplished. He's a best-selling author, and he's a family office advisor and expert to several high-net-worth families. His name is Richard Musio. Richard, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, Joe. We're going to try to get through this. You're not feeling well, yeah, and I'm we, injured. Yeah, and we got so the walking wounded. <laughs> we're just going to sort we, of like... We're the walking wounded. Yeah. I got to tell you, folks, if you ever, if uh, your kids or anybody ever get this uh, cellulitis or a skin infection, and it starts to travel, and the, and the limb starts to heat up, and you got to take them to the emergency room right away. So I had this experience on Wednesday, and uh, I have a little infection on my left wrist. I don't know how that happened, but... But insect bite or something, but uh, don't mess around. Go to the uh, don't try holistic anything. <laughs> Green tea. <laughs> yeah, right. Go get the go get the antibiotics. So anyway, Richard, you have C- a couple of announcements. Yes. Uh, next Saturday morning down at Balboa Park, bright and early, finish Chelsea's Run 5K, the fourth annual. Our good friend Nathan Fletcher, as usual, will have will have his team Fletcher running team out there. When so is that again? When is that again? Next Saturday morning. Okay, I better yeah. get out there around 7:30 down at Balboa Park. I'm like, running. I'm on Team Fletcher. Nathan will be out there. A bunch of other people, of course, you know, honoring Chelsea King and the right. her foundation. Fin- call- finish Chelsea's run, 5K. Right. right. So everybody, let's get out there and, and support the cause. I went last year. They were very big turnouts. So. Yeah, we won't mention what team you were on last year. No, Joe, I got Team Fletcher. Oh, I thought you joined that certain political no, no, team no, with that no, person no. I can't mention. No, 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 no. I had oh, my good. team Fletcher. I, I'll show you the photograph and everything. So. I saw you there. I saw you there. <laughs> and then my, my last book signing is coming up on Monday night. Well, it's not going to be my last, but it's going to be my last one for a while. It's at Warwick's in downtown La Jolla, 7812 Gerard Avenue at Warwick's mm-hmm. at 730 on Monday evening. So come on out. And just t- talk about which book, Richard? I'm going to talk about my best-selling book, So What's Your Play? How Billie Jean, Bobby, and Blindness Begat Tolerance. I had... Well, I signed about 250 books at my book signing last week, so I'm worried about people showing up for this one because I had so many people at the last one. <laughs> well, so come on out, downtown La Jolla. It'll be great. We'll get a nice crowd. Hopefully the wind's blowing out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a nice crowd. And That'll be a, good. It's always fun to go to La Jolla. And then maybe we get over and check out Cafe LaRue because I don't know if you've been there yet, right? Haven't been there yet. And then uh, the other thing is is Cups. Cups is closed for remodeling. You know, she's moving up the street, oh, Michelle. Good. And it's like, well, I can't even get any cupcakes. Come on. Well, we'll find a it's way. So hurry up and open up. We'll find a way. We'll so. find a way. Anyway, we've got two great guests tonight, so why don't we start with the first. Brenda Geiger, how are you? I'm well, awesome tonight. Oh, you got to give the big build-up picture. I have to Joe, I got, Joe, I, got about, Joe I, I don't have much self-love We have a phenomenal estate and pl- business planning law firm based in Carlsbad with a satellite office in, in Eastgate Mall, and uh, it's uh, owned and operated by Brenda Geiger. <laughs> Brenda, we were, we were plugging your event for Valentine's Day about how to give your loved one a living trust on February 12th. How'd that turn out? It was a good turnout. Yeah, it was awesome. About how many people? About 40. What'd you talk about? Everything from how people mess up uh, putting uh, their designations wrong on their retirement accounts to how they can inadvertently have their life insurance, uh, make them have a taxable estate to just, you know, proper funding of the trust, all kinds of good stuff. 
I just thought that was so much more romantic than buying flowers or candy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this will be your fourth book, right, Brenda? There's three posted, not third or fourth coming up. The the one that's about to be published is my fourth. I'm working on a fifth right now with a co-author in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh! What's what's the next one called? Um, we don't have a type. Oh, the one that's the one that's uh, coming up the fourth. The fourth. Um, secrets of great estate planning. And why are these things secrets? Because most people don't understand what they don't know. So it's just kind of an informational book about uh, just not stepping into that mud puddle that's okay. in front of you. Can you give away one of the secrets for free on the air? Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that um, if you put somebody on as a joint tenant on your house, let's say you're a you know a single elderly person, right? They put a kid on. Or, you put a kid on yeah. there. Um, you're opening that up to their creditors. So if they have a lawsuit lodged against them or some other creditor, you know, you might be subjecting your property to that. And there are some. Um, gift taxes that are involved there too potentially yeah nobody ever files a gift tax return trust me on that one yeah because nobody ever tells their cpa yeah and most cpas (laughs) don't even know you're supposed to file a gift tax return and then somebody dies and it's a real mess yeah you're revamping your website too right yeah we just rolled out our new site yeah just last weekend what is it geigerlawoffice.net geiger g-e-i-g-e-r lawoffice.net yes you got your books up there and some of your videos yeah, so we just added a videos tab, so we've probably got, I think, 10 to 15 videos up now, and I'm shooting about three a week, so we're going to oh, nice. be adding lots of content every week. And um, yeah, the books are on the on the homepage, so it makes it pretty easy for people to obtain them if they want. And uh, what's the fifth book that you're co-authoring? The book fifth number five. Book we you're don't, prolific. We, <laughs> we don't have a title for it yet, but it's on advanced estate planning strategies. So we've been working on it since last July, and it's a little slow going just because it's kind of technical. But uh, one of these days we'll get it published. But, but the good news is anybody can get a copy if they just contact your office, right? I mean, of, of all these books here, Safeguarding the Nest and then How to Avoid the uh, Catastrophic Costs for Long-Term Care and uh, Protecting You and Your Business, plus your new book coming out. So, But if they contact your, your office or you, uh, they can get a complimentary copy. Yeah, correct? they can always call or uh, contact us on the contact page. Or, you know, for the, the new book that's not out yet, we could reserve them a copy. Excellent. Or they can order one of the three books from the homepage. Terrific. That's neat. And by the way, I'm confirming that I am available to speak at your States and Trust Symposium on June 6th. All right. <laughs> that's awesome. Which is another way of saying that Brenda has an Estates and Trust Symposium for professionals on June 6th. Which would be really good, even if I wasn't there speaking, but it is now even better because I am. That is D-Day, you know. I know, June 6th is D-Day. It was also, it was also my grandmother's birthday. Okay. So I always, you know, sort of, those always sort of fell together. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you going to hold the uh, symposium this year on June 6th? Where is it going to be? Do you um, think? Do you know yet? Tentatively, I think it's going to be in the same location, which will be the Museum of Music Making. Oh, that was so cool last year. I attended as a guest last year. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed having it there. That I is found such it a cool USC museum in up in Carlsbad. That is just a neat place. Yeah, yeah, I think it was it was a great location for it last year. Yeah, if, if you haven't been, listeners, Museum of Making Music up in Carlsbad near Legoland. I went to Brenda's symposium. I wound up becoming a member of the museum. <laughs> it's really neat. So uh, you're going to be focusing on business owners at your symposium? 
Yeah, how to how to save um, income and estate tax for business owners. Yeah, that's kind of be the focus this year. Are, are those two things business owners are concerned with, or are they also concerned with? Because a lot of business owners I speak to are concerned about, well, shall we say litigation mitigation, or what's commonly known as asset protection. What are you finding out there in the real world? Yeah, I think that's definitely on their uh, their tick list, and and um, they should be looking out for that. You know, so that they they spread out their assets and protect them from, you know, risks in their business. Do you use a lot of LLCs, limited liability companies for your business owners? Yeah, for real estate in particular. So for example, when the business owns its own, owns its own real estate or the owner of the business also owns the real estate, you'll typically set up a separate entity and have, for example, the operating business pay rent over to the LLC, right? Exactly, yeah. Gives you great asset protection. Yeah. Um, Richard, are you aware that you and Brenda have something in common? You're both graduates of USD. But Joe, you, I'm quite well aware of that. <laughs> I wasn't. That's why I'm just yeah. mentioning it now. But, uh, but of course, you went, you went all the way through undergrad and law school she, there. So Yeah, she, she went further than I did. Yeah, that's great. So Yeah, I owe them lots of money. <laughs> Still? Still. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, of course, you're younger than me, so I, I no longer owe them lots of money. <laughs> that's funny. So, um, you know, I know a lot of business owners use LLCs to also operate their businesses. Sometimes they choose S-Corps, sometimes they choose C-Corporations. Are, are you seeing a lot of owners use corporations or is it primarily LLCs for their operating businesses? Uh, most of my clients are either S-Corps or C-Corps. You know, um, I think they're, you know, depending on what they're trying to achieve. Um, you know, if they're a... Uh, uh, Larger, but not super large, you know, where we might need to implement some of the uh, deductions through the C-Corp. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some advantages to paying yourself um, a reasonable salary and then avoiding some of the additional taxes. Yeah, I find, well, yeah, I find the S-Corp is getting a little bit murky because the IRS doesn't like people taking large distributions to avoid the Social Security tax. Yeah, I think that's becoming a little bit more on their radar screen for sure. Um, although it's going to be interesting to see how the tax court winds up resolving. I think that's ultimately going to be sort of a tax court kind of um, decision. Um, I also find that I don't think enough business owners are using regular corporations, C-corporations, because they're concerned about this hypothetical thing called double tax. C corporation pays tax, and then the individual shareholders pay tax again when they take the earnings out of the corporation. I think there's some benefits you can get in C corporations that you can't get with regular, or that you can't get with S corporations. But I know you're not really a tax person. I just sort of wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, for asset protection, are a lot of California um, business owners and real estate owners using offshore? And by offshore, I don't necessarily mean across the ocean, but trust in Delaware or LLCs in Delaware, Nevada, or truly offshore. Are you seeing that? Doing that? Um, with my clients, I definitely bring it to their attention that um, they may want to find a jurisdiction for LLC um, that has uh, like the charging order as the limited remedy so that they've got some better asset protection for the asset that's actually inside the LLC. Um, I, I'm, I like Wyoming and I like Nevada and I like Delaware. Um, but, you know, if you've got real estate in California, you've got to realize that the Franchise Tax Board is going to make you foreign file here. And oh, if sure, you yeah, you still have to pay the 800 and file. They'll but, come find you. <laughs> right, right. But, but asset protection is separate and distinct from, exactly. from income tax. Hey, anyway. that's Lenny Jr. in the background. Lenny it Jr., is. how are you? <laughs> Doing hey, good? Well, let's talk okay. to Lenny right during the break. We'll take a break right now, Rich. We'll come right back with more It's Your Money and Your Life with Brenda Geiger. Stay tuned. We're back with It's Your Money and Your Life with our special guest, Brenda Geiger. 
attorney. And if you need to know anything about estate planning, probate, trust, elder law, all that good stuff, she's the one you need to talk to or someone at her firm. So... I, th- I think Leonard Geiger V is going to say his mom's coming back on air. Lenny Jr., put your mouth right here. You can <laughs> this do this. Is, no, this is okay, he's okay, too shy. Now he's shy. Okay. All of a sudden, he, got, he wasn't very shy up until this point. But, you know, when they turn those microphones on, you know how it goes. Anyway, yeah, we're on the air, Lenny, so. If you want to while we're talking, just. Say hello. Hi. Okay. okay. There we go. All right, Lenny. All right. You hit the big time. So, Brenda, you're shooting a bunch of, you're shooting a bunch of videos for your website. What are you talking about on the video? Um, everything from what's an AB trust to, um, you know, mistakes that people make in their state plans. What, what's your most frequently asked question when you hear from a prospect or a new client? What, what's a common question? Um, do I need to update my trust every time I add something to it? I think that's a misconception. It, you just add the asset to the schedule. I mean, and and make sure the asset is titled correctly. Yes, yes. Right, I think because... some people think that they just need to write it in on that schedule and they don't need to do anything, you know, with the titling of it. And that's a Yeah, big I'll give mistake. you a story. You and I were sitting in a meeting together about a year ago at your office in Carlsbad and one of my clients, one of your clients said, oh, we just bought another rental house, but we wanted our grandkids to have part of it. So we just put the title in the name of me, the wife and the grandchild. Oh. You, you and I both almost fainted, right? Yes. Oh, and I just talked to her about that recently and she's still not moving off of that. Oh, really? No. Well, just tell her don't die and everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but, but explain to our listeners why she should move off of that and maybe not have the grandchild on, or if the grandchild's on, use a trust, and maybe why it should be in their living trust or maybe even in their LLC. Well, right now it's just in her name, so it's not in the grandchild's name yet. Okay, well, that's good. But um, if she dies, it's not even titled with her husband jointly, so it'll go through the probate process because right. the threshold for probate in California is 20000 in real estate. Right. So um, it's just a guaranteed, uh, long, more expensive Yeah, just a guaranteed mess. Yeah. Yeah. But people do that all the time. Also, uh, when people refinance, lenders hate having loans with trustees of living trust, so they make them take the house out of the um, living trust. And then um, people forget to put it back in, right? Yes. I see that all the time. Yeah. that Actually, that's one of our, uh, we have a client care program, and one of our questions in our questionnaire when we do the annual review is, you know, did you refinance your home? Because that does happen. Yeah, but you mentioned annual review. I know my criticism of your industry is frequently that people do, uh, attorneys do living trust and then they never ever communicate with those clients again forever. Uh, yet you have, this, you have this program where people come in every year, right? Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so we uh, created this innovative program so that our clients will at least come in once a year, but they're, um, it's, they're free to come in as often as they like or to contact me as often as they like to ask questions, uh, if they need advice. Um, and we also do a family a meeting with either the trustees or their family members. We re-execute their power of attorney documents. We upload everything to a secured server so that they can have access to it 24-7 and their advisors can have the same. And um, also we give them a legal directives card, which um, takes their health care documents and uploads those to a secured server. So if they're ever rushed to the hospital, um, they can get a hold of the, the appropriate people. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the um, healthcare documents. How, how precise are you finding people are with their healthcare documents? Uh, one of my challenges in the past have been people have been fairly general with their description of what they want and what they don't want. Are, are you seeing people becoming much more precise with their instructions? Um, I think lately I've had um, several clients that have filled out the other wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, they are thinking a little bit more about that. Yeah. And what are other wishes? Um, so if you knew that you never wanted to be on a feeding tube, for instance, um, or if you didn't want a breathing apparatus, mm-hmm. or if you were, you know, 
clinically brain dead or something like that, you wouldn't want resuscitative. Maybe. Yeah, or if you want it to be cremated, yeah, things like that. So in other words, getting much more precise with your instructions with regard to health care. Because I I find that while families love to argue about money, they even love to argue about whether or not somebody should be, you know, have an extended life on, on support or not. And if it's not clear, it really gives people something to argue about, and that's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think I think to, to the extent that people can be very, very precise with their instructions, like do not bury me next to a Boston Red Sox fan or something. <laughs> so, whatever it is, just be really precise. So. How about that guy was just buried in his automobile the other day? Yeah, I saw that. That's what I was thinking about. A guy was buried in his automobile. Some uh some no. vintage car. I forget what one it was, but yeah, Lenny, well, what car was that for God's I, sake? I just, I, I just thought, boy, how sad to bury such a valuable car. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, it's like, come on, I mean, give the car to charity or something. So, uh, Brenda, um, I know the estate tax exemption has been increased dramatically uh, during your working lifetime as well as mine, and also very significantly recently with the 2012 Budget Act. Now, about 5.4 million dollars per spouse. Does the living trust do much to save estate taxes then for most families, or is it really, really a, a different thing than it used to be? Because it, for most families, it's not going to save estate tax. Yeah, well, when we talk about AB trust provisions in our, our mm-hmm. documents, usually what I'm doing is I'm talking with the client about divorce remarriage protection mm-hmm. for the spouse that's the first one to pass away, and also asset protection for the surviving spouse. So I'm not really talking with them if they're under five million total i'm not really talking about estate tax savings sure. in any capacity but yeah, there's only maybe eight hundred thousand families in the country to which estate tax now could possibly even apply yeah yeah but you know if they are over five million it's still from an estate tax standpoint unless you want to use oh, it's portability still, yeah, it's correct. Still it still sense. is but i'm just saying for most of yeah. them back in the days for example when the exemption was six hundred thousand dollars you talked about saving estate taxes estate taxes with an ab trust with virtually everybody you met who was married yeah or you know single if they were a single person and six hundred thousand of net worth and so i think that discussion has changed a lot um are, are you running into um some prior estate planning that's been done when the exemption was lower or maybe the family isn't um, necessarily getting the benefits that they were supposed to get because of the increase in exemption for example do you run into occasionally decedents trust with about a million bucks in them or family limited partnerships with about a million dollars of assets in them because people did planning back when the, the laws were much more um, restrictive with regard to how much wealth could be transferred. And now the families are looking for ways to maybe get out of some of these structures because of the dramatic increase in the exemption. Yeah. Occasionally we run across that. Yeah. Do you, do you have any um, good ideas about what to do with that? I mean, can you go to court, for example, to maybe get some trust provisions changed or... Um, or do you see people unwinding partnerships or people just sort of putting up with these things? Yeah, yeah. Those are those are some options that we can explore. It just depends on the situation, but yeah. Because, yeah, I, I run into it a lot because, you know, back when the exemption was $600,000, you actually had people with net worths of $2 million, married couples doing family-limited partnerships, which at the time I didn't think was a good idea because I think we always sort of knew the exemption was going to go up. We just didn't know by how much. You know, we were pleasantly surprised by how much. Um, you work with a lot of business owners. What, what are the biggest challenges business owners are seeing out in the, the, the world of litigation and asset protection right now? Is it just that it's a much more competitive and litigious environment, or is it something else? Yeah, I think um, you've always got a target on your back if you're running a successful company, and you need to be mindful of that. And business owners, especially the successful ones, are so busy. And you know, I often see they've got a buy-sell agreement that's been drafted and sitting on their desk for over a year. Um, maybe they're the wrong type of entity, and they could really 
take advantage of some income tax planning, um, and they don't do it. Yeah, well, so, by, so I was reading an article. I forget where it was, but the, it suggested that only about 20% of businesses that have multiple owners actually have a satisfactory buy-sell agreement and have done some sort of planning to accommodate the liquidity need, whether that's life insurance or building up a sinking fund or some other thing, to actually be able to affect it. Um, that's pretty scary when you see that statistic. Yeah. Um, and, sure. and I think, um, unless you know when you're going to die. <laughs> or get divorced. Or get divorced. Or, or, have, or, or have a huge lawsuit. Yeah. Um, well, on that lovely note, let's conclude yeah, our interview. We've got to take our little but break. But something more pleasant. Check yeah. out Brenda's website yeah, because it's to, much more pleasant yeah, than a, what I was just talking about. Right. Get over to geigerlawoffice.net. Order those books. They're complimentary. Get a hold of anyone in her firm. I'm sure they can help you out with your estate and planning and business. Lenny Jr., thanks else. for bringing your mom in. Righto. So, thanks, brother. We'll be right back with more of It's Your Money and Your Life after new sports weather and other announcements. Hang on. All right, we are back with It's Your Money and Your Life with the second half of our show. But now it is time to thank our sponsors. Thank you to UBS, Drew Friedis and Mike Coranta. Couldn't do it without you guys. Joel Gruskin with Cost Segregation Initiatives, helping real estate owners improve their cash flow. Jason Kruger with Signature Analytics, the best CFO company here on the West Coast. Berkeley Research Group, Carl Sheeler, helping business owners do a better job of understanding their risk and improving the values of their businesses. Our favorite CPAs on the planet in tax season, but they're still quite available. Paul Polito CPA and Don Epic CPA up in Vista. Regents Bank, Mr. Sean Puckett, Mr. Steve Sefton, conveniently located right across the street from UBS in La Jolla on Prospect Street. And just down the street from where my book signing is going to be Monday night at Warwick's on Girard. And of course, last but not least, our most recent guest by about five minutes, the mother of Lenny Geiger V, Brenda Geiger, Geiger Law Offices. Joe, how can our listeners find out more about our wonderful sponsors? Well, if they just get over to our website, iymoney.com, and click on the Sponsors tab, all of them are there, all their personal information, their background information, phone numbers, emails, anything you need to contact them all. So that might be the quickest way to contact Brenda and get yourself one, one or all of her books. Yeah, if you didn't get your loved one a, a living trust for Valentine's Day, well, you're in trouble, so you better do it now. Well, I think that's I think that's very cool that she offers her books to anyone who's interested. So, it's good stuff. Yeah. But Joe, we were speaking about asset protection for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Now we have a real live entrepreneur, or another one, because Brenda's Brenda's also an entrepreneur. But we have another entrepreneur in the studio. Who is that? Well, it's so cool that we have a business that's never you know first of its kind, and uh, we have a um, a woman who's running it. And uh, she's CEO and founder, and her name is um, Shannon Matwyoff. So, Shannon, welcome to our show. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Sure thing. Our pleasure. Well, the site is canoodleit.com, and I have to ask you, how'd you come up with Canoodle It? And you should probably spell it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard K, K-N-O-O-D-L-E-I-T.com. So. Gotcha. But the name actually came out of the first three letters in the word, obviously, are the first three letters in the word knowledge. So we want to be more mm-hmm. knowledge-driven solutions for uh. our members. But, you know, when you go on to the Internet, Joe, and you go to search for something, now, quick response here, what do you do? You do what? You Google it. Google it. So now yeah. when you're going to go look for top quality service providers, you can do what? You, you can canoodle it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rolls right off your tongue. I'm, I, I expect the CEO of Google to be calling me next week to see if he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. May want to do some documents with Brenda there, but anyway. But, but Brenda, you've got a fascinating background. You were in healthcare, uh, pharmaceuticals 20 for 20 years, and 20 years. then you decided to take a right turn and become an entrepreneur. So let's 
But how about a little bit about your background? Where were you born, raised, educated, and, oh, and well, all that real quick? Born in Dallas, but raised in New England. So talk about a contrast there. But nice. So I was a Boston girl. Uh, and my mom said, what do you want to do with this wonderful education of yours? And I said, oh, I really think I need to come to California. So, so I, you went to college in, Bo- in Boston? I or? did at Northeastern University. Northeast- okay. Mm-hmm. And my undergraduate degree was in preventive medicine, really. Um, nice. Uh, which is how I sort of fell into pharmaceutical sales because people at that time didn't want to pay to stay well. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so someone said, you might be great in pharmaceutical sales. I w- worked for a wonderful company for 20 years, Abbott mm-hmm. Laboratories. It mm-hmm. did everything there. I mean, mm-hmm. I managed a team. It was wonderful. But uh, corporate America, as most of you both know, um, I was working changing. 60 yeah. to 80 hours a week, and I wasn't getting a lot of work-life balance with my two kids and my mm-hmm. wonderful husband. And so... I had this brainchild. Uh, the irony is the business really started because I was a consumer just like I'm trying to help here. So I could never get things done around my house or planning events or trips our family was going to take um, because I never had the time to really research, thoroughly research the companies that we wanted to, to choose to buy from, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it occurred to me, just really struck me as odd that so many consumers will go online, they read reviews for making important buying decisions. Reviews are very, very helpful if you're reading for restaurants or, or things like that. If you're looking for subjective information, what was someone's experience? They can be very, very helpful. But, um, you know, I found it interesting that a lot of reviews don't filter companies based on objective measures. And mm-hmm. because reviews are subjectively based and many can be fake and there's it's become big business, mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes, you know, some of the best providers don't come to the top. Right? Or don't show up with a four or five star rating if they haven't been actively pursuing reviews. So you had a personal negative experience, and that was that provided the brainchild. To I just the, felt to... it was it was literally missing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I came from the world of healthcare where you know we were talking about this at the break that you know, you wouldn't choose your physician based on what it, you know you, you might want to know what their bedside manner might be, but that's not the most important reason for choosing somebody for an important decision like that. So it just struck me that if you're going to have somebody work on your home, you know, you would read reviews for something that's like a restaurant, but not for somebody that's going to come in and do a second story edition on your house, right? Or for if you're getting married, mm-hmm. you know, uh, reviews, you know, may or may, may not be helpful if you're choosing, you know, your videographer, your photographer, your you mm-hmm. know, things like that. So, so by, by objective measures, you mean things like licensing or bonding or lawsuit history or... Yes, uh, so the value, uh, it's a great question. The, the value that we bring the members is we have done the heavy lifting because I found that when I would go to the internet, I mean, the internet is just, it's, it's a sea of providers, right? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for the busy consumer to filter that down to and find what really matters. So... We have done the heavy lifting with our providers at looking at their licensure first. Are they licensed, bonded, insured? What national and regional organizations are they members of? Have they done some additional certification and training? What awards have they won? Do they give you a guarantee of service? If they're coming into your home, do they do background checks on their employees? All of that. Uh, and we also look at the rating services, too. We'll look at BBB ratings, mm-hmm. and we put all of that next to our providers so it helps the consumer that cares about quality to be able to see transparently what makes this provider you know excellent based on objective measures and then our our service providers also offer our members discounts that are not time constrained so unlike the groupon model you know if you needed your roof to be redone you wouldn't you know <laughs> you don't have to have it done in january for this price you can get it done in july for the price so our vendors give our members discounts that they can count on that aren't time constrained and then what's great for the service providers is they don't pay us anything. There's no upfront listing or pay for lead, pay for click fees, pay for pokes or anything like that. They don't pay us anything unless one of our members, it's a new client for them, 
pays them for business. So it's kind of a win-win-win model. And it's ironic because no one's really, you know, that's not the way the world operates today. Yeah, I mean, your competitors tend to be review-based, which isn't, as you mentioned, isn't necessarily objective. So what, what, what classes of service providers do you cover? So we are unique because a lot of web directories focus on the home. And so we have home service providers as well, but also for events and special occasions. So we were talking earlier about Valentine's Day. Um, if you were getting married, special occasions like that, anniversaries. Um, we have limousine companies, florists, caterers, um, party planning companies, um, things like that. Videographers, photographers, amazing, amazing companies. Lifestyle leisure. So we have, uh, we just got a, a really neat new company in our network called Potopia, and she does dog training, and oh. she's exceptional, exceptional, mm. exceptional company. Uh, but travel, we've got um, a travel agency that's one of the top 1% of the travel agencies worldwide. They're part of the Virtuos Network, and they, mm -hmm. they take the top 1% of travel agencies worldwide. So they're an exceptional company. Uh, and then business technology, we talked about this at the break as well. Everyone's always looking for a really good computer repair company. If you go out to Thumbtack or Kudzu, you look for computer repair, you're going to find 384 of them in San Diego. <laughs> and that's and, and most of them are working out of their garage. And who knows what training they've had. And, and, and they they're going to work this, on your Mac. They all speak <laughs> this technical language that no other human being except themselves <laughs> can understand. So, yes. I mean, we know that a lot of big businesses are born out of garages. But I'm not so sure I wanted to take my, my yeah. Mac to one to be worked on. So. No. So we have an amazing computer repair company, for example. So those are the kind of you know nuggets uh, and quality providers I think you know consumers are are looking for. They can count on. Now let, let's say a business owner is hearing this tonight. And he would like to get listed with you. Would would he just give you a call on on Monday and um, or get a hold of somebody at Canoodle it? We have an eight hundred number right there on the website. Okay. And you can also email us through the website. You can mm -hmm. email us. Anybody can email us at canoodle it at canoodle it .com. We also have a member. And a vendor inquiry tab right there on the navigation bar. So mm -hmm. under vendor benefits, you can see the vendor benefits, and then a vendor can submit a vendor inquiry form online. We'll mm. receive that, and then we personally interview all of our service providers and and walk them through that same process and screen them before we invite them to join the network. Mm -hmm. So, and it's not it's not exclusive, right? So we don't have like one or two, for example, per category. We'll let service providers in as long as they meet those minimum excellence measures. Mm -hmm. And standards. Yeah, and of course you've got to have some geographic diversity too. Absolutely, especially for some, especially for some providers. Exactly. Right, yeah. So. All right, well, let's take a little break right here, folks. We'll come right back with more with canoodleit.com and founder Shannon Matwayoff right after this. Hang on. All right, we're back with CEO, president, and founder of canoodleit.com. Shannon Matwayoff. Did I get that right? It's a, it's a tongue twister, isn't it's it? It's kind of like hooked on phonics, so you just get roll it off your tongue. Matwayoff. Matwayoff. Oh, Matwayoff. Almost like you want to slap a fly. Matt okay, I like that. Should have been matwayoff.com, maybe. Nobody be able to spell anyway. it. Anyway, we are back talking about canoodleit.com. And um, let's see. So v vendors can contact you and then uh, memberships uh, for consumers. How does that uh, How does that work? Yeah, so the so we, we have a service that's money-back guaranteed. And, and the reason that we do it this way is that we really want to attract uh, consumers that care about quality. I mean, a lot of sites are free today, mm -hmm. but then people don't value anything that's free they don't come back so we mm -hmm. want to attract consumers that really care about quality service providers but we give them a money-back guarantee so it's fifty dollars for the year and we guarantee that if they use at least one provider in a 12-month period of time they're going to save at least 
what they spent, that $50, or we refund their $50. So wow. it's not for us about getting the consumers $50. It's really about making sure we attract consumers that care about using the providers. They don't have to, of course, but the providers are giving them a discount. So they, we've helped save them time in filtering and figuring out who to go to and who to trust. Mm-hmm. We've given them all that information on the research we've done on those companies, and they get a discount. So it's, it's just a... It's think of it like your little black book, but right online and can noodle it. And I bet you have some consumers who have re- in turn recommended other businesses and services as well. And right? we we have that. So our um, I mentioned that we're not review based. I will say that one of the ways we maintain the quality is that our members that have used our vendors can rate our vendors, and that's mm-hmm. one of the ways. If if a vendor has to maintain a three star rating or better to 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 stay in the network, mm-hmm. otherwise we review them for you know removal, right? Yeah. Um, but yes, our members oftentimes will recommend service providers, but we still put them through that same process. They could do it right on the website, so the member can put in uh, a service provider evaluation form or a, mem- a, a vendor recommendation form. And then we will review those companies. These are important. I mean, caretakers for pets, adults, or children. I mean, that's an important one because obviously you're inviting someone into your home and, uh, you know, you have to have a certain level of trust and professionalism. So especially when people are new in town here and don't know many people, this is a really great resource, right? It's a, it is a, thank you. It's, Mm -hmm. it is a great resource. We, we say that when people are like, well, what do you have in there? It's like, well, these are the sort of service providers where, you know, they're, you know, like we were talking about this before, they're not CPAs or lawyers that are already licensed, right? These are categories where they're high risk mm-hmm. and uh, and high demand, but also high spend. So these are and personal. these are things mm-hmm. where, yes, whether it's exactly to your point, Joe, it's mm-hmm. personal, so it's high risk in that regard, or you're going to spend real money doing it and mm-hmm. you want to make sure it's done right the first time. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, re- regarding professionals who are licensed, I notice you have a partners page that does address, um, shall we say, the the already licensed crowd like me. Yes, absolutely. So we have a partners page, and we invite service providers that again they have to uh, they have to be exceptional in their own industry. But but these can be providers that are not vendors in our network. So our partners are not giving discounts to our members. They're visible on our page, but they are exceptional providers like law firms, they can be oftentimes realtors, CPAs, insurance providers who have clients they serve. And then we give uh, the memberships to our partners at a discounted rate to those partners and they give them to their clients. So they can give their clients, you know, a free year, free six months. Uh, we negotiate that with the partners and then we market those partners for free. And then, but we're helping to serve their clients, right? And their, their clients. Can that, that's got to be huge for realtors. It, it is. Well, they're, you know, oftentimes they're looking for something novel and of value mm-hmm. to give to those new homeowners. Right. And rather than a bottle of wine that, you know, isn't going to say anything after it's drunk after the night <laughs> they move into the house, this is something that that homeowner will remember them by all year long. So, so yeah, in fact, we had a realtor um, who said, she goes, you know, what you're doing here is really brilliant. She said, because, you know, I have a list of vendors that I have sort of you know, sourced myself over the years, not formally, but informally mm-hmm. that are really good. And I give this list away to new homeowners. She said, but you know, what you've done is obviously a little bit more objective research and a little bit more widespread and formalized it. And, you know, so it's, it's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So, so, so question, you, you were on the corporate side in the healthcare industry and then you became an entrepreneur. What, what's been the biggest challenge going over from, well, you know, just getting that regular paycheck every two weeks to, um, <laughs> Uh, actually being responsible for your own payroll. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big one. But I tell you, the mind stretch and the spiritual journey, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, my kids are are just so proud of mommy and like, mommy's going to be on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy's broke now, but no. (laughs) 
No, uh, but it starting a business, I mean, I would encourage anyone that has a really good idea that has a little bit of wherewithal, I mean, I had a little bit of a nest egg there, you know, to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I've learned so much. My husband was so supportive in this endeavor. I mean, he said, gosh, you know, if, if you do nothing but, you know, learn from all of this, he said, it'll be worth it. And, but the mother, of, I've been able to be the role model, right? And then being able to give back and do something that's really going to be, you know, like Steve Jobs said, you know, leaving a dent in the universe, make, doing something that's going to mm-hmm. make a difference um, is what's, what makes it all worthwhile. But it's been exciting. So it sounds like you have no regrets. No regrets. Good. Not a one. Good. Not a one. You can always go back. Well, can you ever go back? I guess you... <laughs> no, you can't go back. But you shouldn't go back. I'll no. say that. But you're meeting a ton of professional people. I'm sure you've joined some of the professional services organizations. Uh, I don't know, maybe Rotary perhaps and all that, but uh, just mm-hmm. getting out there and um, it's and you're providing a valuable service. And um, so what's more fun well, than that? Well, to that point, Joe, I'm glad you said that because one of the things I will say that has been a neat learning for me is that the service providers in our network that we have met with um, are really truly these are companies that you wouldn't necessarily the average consumer is not necessarily going to find because they don't have a big marketing budget so they're not spending a lot of money to be listed on Yelp or some of the other web directories Mm -hmm. that charge them upfront fees most consumers don't realize this but the average company pays six to eight thousand dollars a year to be listed on Mm -hmm. Yelp and Angie's list to market themselves well that gets passed back on to consumers so a lot of Great companies won't pay that because they have a great word of mouth network. Mm-hmm. We get those companies into our network because we're not charging them those upfront fees. Mm-hmm. So we get some amazing companies that aren't necessarily marketing out there that the average consumer might not find. So that's been uh, a real reward for me. And yeah, I find a lot products. of great providers also are not necessarily tech savvy, even though you assume in the 21st century that everybody's tech savvy. But there's a lot of people who do a great job doing what they do, but they don't really put it out the way that things get put out now through Facebook and LinkedIn and SEO marketing and all that stuff. Oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, I, we've got uh, the lighting company. You've got our, our website up there right now on mm-hmm. our, our providers page and, um, and our, and uh, that's elite uh, image lighting, elite LED lighting. They did Stone Brewery mm. for the Liberty <laughs> Station. Ah. He does a lot of beautiful homes in Fairbanks Ranch, but I mean, I'll tell you one quick story about Jeff and a home he worked on. Uh, she was a single mom, had moved into neighborhood, two young kids. It was very busy, and she had to get her landscape lighting redone, but it had moved in. So, you know, the budget was a little mm-hmm. tight, and she was a little concerned that he, because of his reputation that he was going to be expensive. Well, he came in, and because of his reputation with the manufacturers that he deals with, and his expertise, he said, you know, your wiring here is very good in your home, Pam. He said, we're going to be able to preserve your wiring, but let's just change out the fixtures and we'll get you on these beautiful LED lights that look beautiful, but, and they're a little bit more expensive, but they're going to save you 80% mm-hmm. on your electricity. So she's saving our electricity and she spent less than, and her dad, I guess, had been in the, you know, like the home mm-hmm. field hmm. and he, he was shocked to see the quote. So he did a better job, a top quality job and saved her money and got her better fixtures. So quick job. question. We got about a minute to go. What, what do you think your company is going to look like in about five years? Oh, we're going to be running, you know, $40, $50 million, and we're going to be nationwide, about 10 markets at least. Well, 10 markets. Is I was going to ask you, to hit. are you going to hit all the major metropolitan 50 markets? 50 cities. I think my goal is about 50 cities. And yeah, there'll be big... four or five clones of you, right? You'll clone yourself, right? Four or five, <laughs> at least. A couple, couple of me. Hey, I do have a quick gift for your, for your listeners. Oh, please. Go ahead, please. Um, if they go on and like us on Facebook and inbox us on Facebook or email us at canoodle at com, tell, write something about, you know, we've heard you on you know joe vecchio's show we will send, send us their email address or their phone number and we will give them a code to join for a free year wow. for your first 20 
listeners that inbox us and like us on Facebook. That's a good deal. By the way, it's Richard Musio's show, not Joe's. The Richard Musio It's your money and your life, Richard. It is your money and your life. And I'm glad I'm able to save some of your listeners some great money and Thank you. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thanks for being our guest. Get over to canoodleit.com. Remember, knowledge and Google and put that together. But uh, it was great having you on. And and thank you to Brenda Geiger and Lenny. Richard, you have a great week. Monday night, Warwick's La Jolla, 730. uh, I will be there. Cool. Richard. And cool, Justin thank Hart, thank you for making us sound good, our sound engineer. And thanks to Craig Blanke and Dave Sniff here at KFMB, our account executive and programming genius. You have a great week, everybody. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.